Hello listeners. We are back with a brand new episode of Robotics. We have a unique guest with us today. Someone who's a Gujarati by birth and a techie at heart. He loves solving problems that require multidisciplinary innovation. And we all know robotics is a field which requires a multidisciplinary approach. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Yatin Varachia, the man who's inventing a robot to solve our cooking woes. Nosh, the robotic chef of the future. So Yatin, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me and uh, really excited to be part of this podcast. So Yatin, tell us something about your journey and how did you gravitate towards robotics? When I grew up, I had a very high love for physics. I used to enjoy physics and how things work, right? Um, so during my school days, early college days, physics was what I was more attracted to. And I wanted to do something with that knowledge, like having that physics knowledge. So uh, in fact, when I was in eighth class, one thing is like India should have maglev uh, train. That was my dream. Like it, why everywhere else it is exists and not in India. So right? maglev train is the bullet train. Yeah. Which like, we are finally going to get. <laughs> yeah. I used to read all through magazine. Like that time, no internet, right? We used to read through magazine and we were, we were imagining. I used to stay very close where the railway line passed. And they're like, why our trains are like this and not, not like how it is in Japan. So I like the application of the sciences and that's why I to choose engineering. In fact, I come from South Gujarat where everyone takes pharmacy or chemical engineering. Well, it's actually the manufacturing hub for chemicals. So, but I chose this part because I felt like I can use this knowledge and build something on top. So my, uh, there were high level of engineering. When I joined college, I did a lot of projects like simple as a metal detector which is not like a big cage but very small and uh, very effective then we build bunch of robots uh, for the robo pies and robotic competition um, and uh, yeah then i joined uh, my master in indian of science bangalore uh, this is the first time i came out of uh, gujarat and actually it was a great exposure because you are studying where kalam and sarabhai and everyone has studied and uh, it actually uh, pushed my interest to engineering very high and then we had a department which was established by uh, swiss professors like swiss engineering so when this department started most of professors were from switzerland and uh, they were mostly into electromechanical stuff like making very small watches, effective, high engineering. So I kind of realized how strong that is. And we got taught, like this is a one program which was so multidisciplinary. It started with industrial design, uh, a chip design, power supply design, you have a uh, problem solving. So I worked on a problem saying that 2010 where uh, the tiger population was re really on decline. And uh, we made a camera trap. Uh, which is like for counting tigers. Uh, it's a motion trigger camera where it captures the uh, photo of the wildlife. And it is placed in the forest. But the key thing was it should last for about a month on the battery. So typical camera, you can't last so long. And it does. if you make it very low power, it doesn't uh, start very early. Like it takes time to start. So all those practical problems we solve, we deploy something in the forest and then we got to know how well uh, it is capturing the tiger. So you were actually merging hardware and software. Yeah. So embedded software and the hardware is like the forte I like to play. 
there is something I enjoy because you can solve the problem only through that. Like majorly the problem you can solve if you know hardware and embedded software. That lot of problem you can solve with that. So that's where uh, we were working at. So how did this cooking robot happen? Yeah, we both, uh, me and my wife, both were working and we are Guju who are settled in Bangalore. So we are not getting the food that we want. Like so you we, both were sucked in by the Bangalore charm. Yeah, Bangalore is really good. We enjoy here. Um, but the food is always problem because you get a cook, you train them. They, the moment you cook, train them, they leave. So and most of cook doesn't get trained. Like and we need bit of sugar in our dishes. In fact, if you don't ingest it sugar based dishes, you either put more or less, right? So <laughs> uh, that's why we couldn't get the taste that we wanted, and that's why I started like being from technical background. Uh, can I solve this problem? Right? This is a big problem, and uh, almost everyone who migrated to a new city faced that. So um, I talked to a lot of my friends who are uh, living either in Bangalore or in US. And everyone had that complaint, right, saying that cook ka khana pasand nahi hai, but kya kare? What is alternate? So uh, I felt that there is a strong problem to solve if we can solve it. So I started working on part-time basis and uh, we were also looking at what food problem to solve. So uh, shall we make roti, shall we make sabji, dal or, or what? So there our thought process like there should be something where uh, creators can build on it. So. It should not be one of the solution, but it is a solution on which people can create their own stuff. Like that will give more edge. It will give. Uh, it can create a moat in a business term, like saying that you have so many recipes, so many creators. No one can build that kind of thing. So that thought process we chose this. Um, and uh, what we believe is like this is a taste problem we are solving. So uh, the taste defining thing this is, which is your sabji and dal is what we should solve for and that's where we uh, started NOS. So uh, you say that you are solving for the taste and we all know that see cooking is a fine art which requires a fine mix of culinary skills and I think all our mothers were the masters of this art right. Uh, so I, how would a robot solve this problem? How, how is your robot or how is NOS solving or mastering this art? So actually there is a saying, what you don't understand, you call it art. So cooking is art, but at the same time, it yeah, is so actually... I, I, don't, I don't know how to cook, that's why I call it an art. <laughs> yeah, but it is actually a, a science, right? It is actually chemistry. When you cook food, the chemical reacts, the enzyme, uh, break the protein bonds and create something amazing. So uh, it, is, it is a science because it's, it's very hard to understand it 100%. So... In fact, if you see the cooking process, typically it is um, you can heat and you can add right ingredient at right time. Like that kind of summarizes it. You uh, summarized it very when, simply. Very simply. Now the key thing is the judgment. And judgment is about what thing has to go when. Uh, which ingredient can go together and not to go together. Then actually a lot of food science come chemistry behind it. So majority of cooking, if you see, it's about playing with moisture, which is you remove the moisture uh, from some ingredient and, and then let the taste go into the oil, like that oil dissolve all the taste particle of it. And then you coat it to some other ingredient, which is nutrition rich, like paneer or something like that. So that is briefly how the process works. 
uh, how we have done it? So we have a um, heating, mixing, and uh, adding ingredients. Ingredients could be three types. It could be liquid, it could be solid, and it could be condiment. Now, condiment or spices actually define the taste of the dish, specifically in Indian context. So we have a separate spice dispenser, and this has to be very precise. So we took a lot of iteration to got it, get it right. Uh, it dispenses the spices precisely. And it works across all the spices. Uh, that is the beauty of it. Um, then we have a ingredient dispenser. Uh, based on the recipe, you load the ingredient, and then ingredient get dispensed. So this ingredient would be chopped onion, chopped potato, chopped yeah. tomato, whatever yeah. it we could would be require. Good. It okay. could be meat. It could be peas. It could okay. be anything, right? Okay. Uh, so it get dispensed as per the recipe, as per the uh, time, and then there's a stirring. So. When human do it, we feel like, okay, it is the stirring. But stirring is an art because different type of food, different type of consistency require different type of stirring. And to get it right through robotics, like one mechanism that can do stirring for all kind is actually very challenging. We also realize after a lot of iteration. So you have industrial robot, which kind of mixes, like you will find the robot in Gurudwara, which mixes it. But it is good, it is designed for one kind of food. Here we are talking about wide variety of range of dishes. That hundreds of dishes. Hundreds of dishes. It is created. So uh, that those are the uh, key hardware part that come into picture to cook it. Um, second part is actually judgment. And judgments are very, very hard. Um, so we have camera, uh, temperature array, which look at the pan in a different uh, way and then make a judgment. It can make judgment like your onion is uh, translucent or golden brown. Your curry is cooked properly. Uh, let's say you are cooking tomato. So tomato has caramelized properly or not. And then... So it takes images at fixed intervals. Yeah. It takes images at fixed interval and temperature. So you can cook at fixed temperature. You can cook at uh, fixed heat. Then, so in the robot, why we feel cooking is art? Because we don't know all the science behind yeah. it. So when we have a science, right, when, when our mother will say that put it on a seam and then uh, stir continuously. So what she's doing is like constant temperature cooking. So um, once you understand the basic science behind it, it's actually quite beautiful. So how does the robot determine how much stirring it has to do and at what temperature it has to go? So actually that relies on creator. Okay, the uh, recipe. So how the hardware and software or how the product is built on this product, there is a uh, recipe to be written. So it follows the recipe command. Assume this is like an Android or uh, Apple uh, iOS. So it has the iOS has a Apple hardware plus the operating system. And on top, someone can build app. These are almost like that. So you have a uh, hardware, you have a, let's say, culinary OS, and then people can create a recipe. So it follows the recipe and cook it. And it gives the nicer control to the creator saying that you can cook at constant temperature, you can cook at const, uh, constant heat. So it will give a certain set of options to yeah. choose from. Yeah. And you can create your own recipe. Yes. That's so, interesting. That's very interesting. So when you were building uh, this robot, what was the major challenges that you felt you were trying to solve for the food industry? So, in fact, when we started, there was no reference. There is no one has built a cooking robot like this. Uh, and we had no reference. So, we faced a lot of problems first hand. 
I think the first problem we struggle with is spice dispensing. It requires accuracy and all spices behave so differently. So some spices, let's say cumin, mustard or little small seed, get stuck in the mechanism. Anything you make mechanism. And then the separate kind, like say turmeric, right? So turmeric doesn't flow because it has very high wander walls. It doesn't flow like you need to push it. So having a one mechanism that combine all type of spices was a big challenge we faced. Um, obviously stirring also similar way like having one stirrer which can solve other problems. After our first prototype is built, we had all this problem solved. Then our second level problem started which is uh, about longevity and reliability. So uh, we realized that oil, let's say oil is pumped and then oil over time polymerized in the pump. So the pump performance changes over time and uh, you can't have that. So you need to have a solution which, which will make sure that it doesn't happen. And you need the right pump that makes sure that doesn't happen. Also, uh, so in food, when, when a hardware go through a food, so food is acid, basis and salt all together. And then there's a another layer which is coming is detergent. So detergent is actually designed to remove stuff. And if you make a material, if food is touching something, make sure that detergent doesn't remove it. So that is a very complex because uh, the life is compromised when detergent is used. Yeah. So uh, these are the some of the problem. And then oil is another very uh, funny part because so we have this reference like FDA 21 CFR. So any food grade part of bureau, you follow this FDA 21 CFR standard. And we realized some of the material in FDA 21 CFR uh, which are listed still react with oil. Like it, it kind of uh, react and create a different chemical altogether. Okay. So uh, we went through a lot of learning around the oil to get oil working. Like oil feel very basic, very humble. But getting the oil working, uh, specifically our favorite mustard oil working, Hmm. <laughs> which is which is what a lot of Indians use. <laughs> it's a real challenge. Yeah, true. So since we are talking about tastes, it is said that the Indian taste and Indian cuisines change in every hundred kilometer. So how would these cooking robots customize to the needs of Indian audience? Yeah. So in fact, I would say the taste changes from house to house. Like oh. you go to your neighbor house, taste is different. So how we are dealing with it? So actually. For, as a company, it's good that it is diverse uh, so that we can create more recipe, more creator and larger mode. That's that's how we look at it. Um, also, you have customization because it's not that you buy a machine and you have a recipe as per your taste. So you can customize oil level, uh, spice level and salt level. So that is a basic customization that is given. So anytime you can customize this. And all of this would happen through the interface, to the, the app, software, through to the, the app. app. Yeah. So you only need to write. Yeah. So mobile app, you just select like there is a level of it. You want low, high, medium. Okay. Type. So uh, from a fixed selected options. Yeah. Fixed selected option. You can choose it and it will do that. Uh, this now is available recipe wise also. So recipe wise also you can customize your uh, consistency. Your spice, salt, oil, fat level. Oil basically fat level. You can, uh, and doneness. So those all customization, you can do recipe wise uh, here. So that will address the house to house variation. And uh, 
200 kilometer range uh, obviously it, it will be solved through lot of uh, recipes uh, which so is you like will create an ecosystem of recipes recipe uploaded creator. somewhere yeah. yeah so that's how it will get solved um, eventually but our current thing is most of urban indians are trained to eat someone else food it's just that it has to be good food like so we we travel we we have seen multiple cuisine so we are not stuck to one food we we understand the broadness of it and we we actually enjoy that more or less we enjoy the multi cuisine we enjoy different kind of food different kind of culture so right now we are building uh, our own recipe base which is, which will be around launch it will be around 200 recipes uh which are solid recipe which you will enjoy as a urban indian and then will go into creator mode with where they will create more and more recipes yeah very true a typical indian breakfast could either be a dosa an idli a vada pav misal pav or an alu paratha or a poha and all of this belong to different regions yeah and it's it's broadly like you are in delhi or bangalore it is the same the breakfast palatry broadly remains the same very true so can we visualize uh nosh or the robot chef taking over restaurants in the near future so uh, nosh is not made for restaurant but uh, actually there are bunch of uh, robots that are coming for uh, restaurant in fact we also almost two years we have spent on b2b space understanding uh, how we can automate cloud kitchens etc so uh, it's very true it's going to come so most of the branded restaurant right now having a cold chain process so what do you mean by a cold chain process cold chain process is like food is made in a factory okay and then packed and delivered to the outlet okay outlet does assembly and reheating and deliver the food okay. so uh, typical so mcdonald typical mcdonald's you are assembling the food just yeah. like a car assembly yeah and even cloud kitchens are following this cloud okay. kitchen also does that okay so now uh, in b2b space right now that big opportunity is food assembly uh, robot uh, because assembly process also changes so you are doing burger you are doing pizza you are doing chicken you are doing uh, a pot based meal tacos the assembly process is different so you can have different different type of robot uh, i feel that there's a huge opportunity there in the western world because um like people eat out so high uh, they mostly eat out and then uh, that's where i think restaurant is like 20 30% of their gdp yeah right? the food so, away from home category yeah, is big there yeah right so uh, that is where i think opportunity lies we were doing this in covid time we didn't explore the overseas market but uh, there is a big opportunity there i see that next 5 years there will be lot of automation like most of the outlet will be done by one person or two person and then there will be robots to assist them so but nosh will not be that kind of robot it's a different kind of an automation and robot so how does nosh look like so nosh look like a a oven it's like a the a size microwave of a microwave oven. oven it's a it's a microwave oven size uh, device where you you can pipe stays inside the device water and oil also it has a built in storage and you load the ingredient tray where you have put all the in top ingredient as per the uh, app actually shows that how you have to place it you load it command it to cook and just tap out you can go to gym you can do yoga you can watch tv or you can spend time with your kids so you can netflix and chill and the food will be made yeah so you don't have to worry about uh, how it is made so uh, and it's very it's a humble looking but very 
technically advanced we have made it humble looking because we indian like humble things and it has to be the kitchen it should <laughs> yeah. yeah so it should look attractive so so will nosh solve our maid troubles definitely right in fact uh, this invention came from my own struggle with cooks right like i can't find a cook who can cook as per my taste and uh, doesn't stay so i train him he go away and then i will get another one so that's how it is going to solve uh, it will require a little bit effort from your side but your taste problem will get solved and so, you will get warm home cooked warm press uh, you don't uh, you don't have to like cook in them sometime in morning 5 am 6 am and then consume in the night uh, this yeah, something so even whenever it comes he or she will cook at a certain time and then you will eat it at a later point of the day and time alignment is a big yeah. problem typical people like they have to eat early more they have to wake up early morning just to open the door for the meat So I can I can buy a nosh <laughs> and my mother's worry that I eat outside will probably be solved. Yeah, because I'll get good food. In fact, oh. in fact, like uh, we have been doing trials, there are people uh, whose online ordering became zero when nosh was at their place. Oh, they used to spend twenty thousand rupees per month on online ordering. Oh. Uh, when nosh went in, they didn't order. They they just consumed from nosh. Yeah, they were probably ordering a lot of grocery then. <laughs> yeah so we we have a meal kit option so you get a chop ingredients as well from us so they were consuming that okay which is also a business uh, for us like yeah, yeah. Uh, consumables okay okay so consumable in the in terms of the chop ingredients is also a sort of a business line for you we are exploring that shall we do it shall we find a partner yeah. uh, what is the right way to do it but for the trial You could you could also have a robot which could chop all those ingredients. Too. Yeah, in fact, chopping. Uh, so let's say I said I want onion chopping machine. There are hundreds of them. As I said, in food industry, automation have existed. It is about one thing and not about the everything. So uh, there are lot of. So there are uh, special purpose machines. Yeah, there are lot of special purpose machines. Which. Yeah. So uh, after listening to all this, I have become very hungry. By the way. so we'll probably have something cooked from nosh post this so can we visualize uh, our robot chef nosh competing in master chef australia i because i think a lot of us watch master chef australia yeah definitely and it will have a very high advantage over humans an unfair advantage unfair advantage over humans because see right now with chat gpt and lot of data being available we have so many recipe on internet and This a robot can learn from all those recipes, okay. which human can even not comprehend so much knowledge. Once they learn it, then they can make anything. So that that way, it has very high uh, unfair advantage over human. I would say, under recipe creation, will reach there. Someday it will be better than human self, for sure. And probably there will be more. And since with the recipe ecosystem, there will be something. There will be a magic that will come out from human and robot collaboration. So I would say in the robotics, next ten years is a collaboration period. Almost on everything, um, even we talk about ChatGPT or anything, it requires a lot of input from us to get something done nicely. So these ten years are going to be that period, and then slowly we will get freedom from uh, this kind of chore completely. So that's what I feel. So we will move towards AGI from AI. Yeah. So so which dish cooked by Nosh, your robot chef, is your favorite? Gajar halwa. Oh wow. There is a story behind it. So uh, when the Nosh 
first alpha prototype got ready uh, it was this time uh, somewhere around january and then uh, we had a chef who made uh, this carrot halwa and which is the favorite recipe of nosh that nosh has cooked <laughs> that's uh, like nosh is not that judgmental yet thanks okay. to us okay. <laughs> so the job of being judgmental is still delegated to humans yes <laughs> so uh, right now that's what we say it doesn't judge okay so all the recipes are its favorite yeah yeah, yeah. great great so thank you thank you for coming on our show and sharing your experiences with our listener it was really delightful to know your experience and know the capabilities of nosh the robot chef thank you for having me and then uh, i really like what you are doing creating this ecosystem of robotic enthusiasts and we all coming together like there is no other platform where all robotics founder companies can come together so thanks a lot for having this initiative thank you So listeners I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did like and subscribe to continue on this robotic journey with us until next time this is your host Satish Shukla signing off